Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Do you find joy in every situation that happens to you in your life? (laughs) Welcome to episode number 61. Today, I'm welcoming back my buddy, Karen Raymond. She's a psychic medium and energy healing practitioner. And both of us are from the state of Connecticut, and we just had a massive power outage. Plus, the pandemic is going on. So we're going to have a conversation about how we find joy When there's chaos, when things are going quote-unquote wrong, we're going to talk about creating your own reality, traveling from the head to the heart, handling subconscious thoughts, shadow work, the whole purpose of this pandemic, and my favorite part, Heb's highly evolved beings. Who are they? Where are they? And have you ever met one? Plus, if that's not enough towards the end, well, she's going to tell me what she's picked up about me and my purpose. Karen, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. You know, we just had a big power outage here in the state of Connecticut. And I, I was out for a day and a half. I think you were out for about two days, maybe three? Four, actually. Wow. And you have well water, right? And so the electric pump is off. So you got a nice taste of bucket life. (laughs) Exactly. And so didn't it feel like training for what could happen with this society in the next year or so? Oh, definitely. I felt that that's exactly why it was coming. Like when we had talked, said this is, this is what this is. And people are getting the training, but are they really listening? Mm. And so are we being present? Because I believe we always get what we ask for. It just doesn't come the way we expect. So we dismiss it. And so for me, I'm like, yep, this is what we're asking for, this training and to try to come together and connect again because we're so divided. Mm. And how do we get there? What does it look like? Some are listening, some aren't. So when that happened, I was like, okay, this is another, tra- you're right, this is more training. What do, what do we do now? You know, How do we take care of ourselves? And immediately, I have a wonderful family. And so everyone pitched in together, which was really beautiful. And that's what I that's what I see happening is people having to solve problems together mm. and we, you know, we find solutions versus being apart and divided. People have to suffer for nothing. Yeah. And we take for granted that we have electricity and water at the flip of a switch. That's a whole nother ball game. That's a whole nother story. So that, that comes into play is what does life look like when we don't have technology and all these things. It's kind of scary actually to think about how much we really rely on technology. 
I mean, traffic lights were out, right? It was, it was a mess. Like just being able to get away from the house, you know, not having power and saying to myself, well, geez, it's really hot out. Let, let me go get a battery operated fan or something like that. I couldn't even get out of here. Right. There were trees everywhere, but then all the, the traffic lights just weren't working. People didn't know what to do. Hmm. And it, it's scary to think that if everything just kind of shut down and we went off grid, what a disaster area it would be because we've relied, not that it's not a good thing, but we've relied so, so much on technology what would happen? There'd be total, total utter chaos. Yeah. I mean, it, it hit my parents hard because my dad has emphysema and oh. he needs to be on oxygen um, at, at the very least when he goes to sleep. Right. And the generator kicked the bucket because it's old oh, and it no. doesn't get used often. Oh. So my parents had to drive to a relative's house two hours away that had power. And when they came back, it was like, all right, we're listening to you now. <laughs> because, right, I, exactly. I, you know, I've been, I've been saying for a long time that, look, you, you got to be prepared. Part of inner peace is being prepared. Look, we, we, we know, I know, you know, some people know that we're like living inside of a game, sort of, uh, you know, right. Eastern cultures, they call it the Maya, right? Right. <laughs> the, the mirage, you know, the, the great, illusion. the illusion, the great play. But in this material world, you still got to play. You still have to play, exactly. <laughs> you still got to play. And, you know, if a hurricane comes, tornado, a pandemic, right? You yeah. know, you have to like navigate this and figure it out for your own physical survival. Exactly. You know, I don't, we, and we grow. So it's, it's interesting. We grow through all of this, whether it's, you know, you're having a really difficult time with it and you're flailing or it just comes with ease. Something comes with it. There's always a takeaway. There's always a beautiful gem, whether we see it or not. I think it happens. It's just being, again, I'm going to go back to the magical place of being present. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many gems every single day, so many beautiful messages. We're just not present for them. And so we have to keep getting bombarded and hit over the head and a pandemic, power outages, whatever it takes to kind of wake us up. Because really the human being, human beings, the human race, there's, there's one reason why we're here. We really want to experience joy. Yes. Happiness. You know, and like you don't hear people say, I hope I have the most miserable day ever. When's the last time you heard that? Right. You don't. You wake up and you hope to be joyful. What does joyful look like? But that's the whole thing. You're not stopping to be joyful. You create your own reality. Mm -hmm. Even in a pandemic. Even during the power outage for me, everyone's like, aren't you going crazy? But I'm like, no, I am so peaceful. I'm in such a beautiful space right now. It, yeah. it, it was so beautiful for me, but that's the way I look at it is I get to choose my reality and how I want to handle each and every moment. Do I want this to be a moment of joy or do I want this to be a moment of suffering? Even while you're in pain, whether yes. it's physical or emotional, you can yeah. still choose joy over suffering. That's right. 
And so how do we do that? People don't know how to, they just don't know how to do that. They're used to what we talked about too, was there's not enough. Right. There's not enough. And that's why people freak out when these things happen. Like, oh my gosh, there's not enough. We already think there's not enough, but that's so not true. There's plenty. We just don't see it. If we just came together and took care of each other, there's plenty. We can end yeah. world hunger tomorrow. It's, it's what you choose. It's the intention. I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. There's no good or bad or whatever. It's whatever experience you're here to have. Mm. And so I think that's, you know, that's the other thing too, is the blame and, and immediately when all these things happen is wanting to point fingers in all different directions. And that, that really doesn't help anyone. I mean, my mom, another thing she used to say is you point a finger, pay attention because you got three more pointing back at you. Mm. And so I think a lot of that is happening as well. People are getting very uncomfortable and they want to push blame out and they want to blame all the, you know, problems somewhere else. But it's like, it's all an opportunity to go in, to look in within and see how you can create joy, even in moments of stress, like COVID, like a power outage. Do we really need to freak out? <laughs> it could be a beautiful moment. Right, right. I mean, look. You can have joy even if you have to poop in a five-gallon bucket, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I did. There, there's. I mean, honestly, when you go back to some of those really primal moments, there, it, it's it, it's kind of like silly and fun, and it's all what you want to make of it. Yeah. You get to light candles and look at the beautiful. I mean, with the power outage less light pollution. Did anybody think to take a step outside and enjoy the stars, the sky, mm -hmm. how magnificent everything looked with so much less light pollution? Yeah. I mean, where's the joy? Find the joy in those moments. And yeah, it's all, it's all training. And even with the training, it's, how you confront it. Is it a project mm. or do you do it with joy? Does it come with ease? I think that's what happens is we could have a struggle every single day or we could flow. Yeah. And strange times we're in. Oh, um, it's not, it's not ending yet. There's so much more to come. <laughs> so much more to come. Everything's different. Everyone's wearing a mask. It's the new normal. People are fighting. There's social unrest. Yes. You know, um, it's it's pretty obvious that we're going to have some financial issues over the next year, one to five years, at oh, least, definitely. because the government can't keep, you know, handing out free money. Eventually, that bubble is going to pop. Oh, yeah. And so with that comes a lot of other issues. And we need to figure out how to get through it with joy. With joy. That's the, that's the key right there is how do we do it with joy? And it's a practice. You know, it's something that doesn't just happen overnight. I mean, yes, it's a choice, but you know, the, the, there's a saying, right? So the, um, it's a very short distance physically from your head to your heart, but it is the longest journey you'll ever take. Mm. How do you get out of your head and into your heart? And I think that's where the magic happens is, I'll say again, you know, according to science, our subconscious brains, we have over 60,000 subconscious thoughts a day mm -hmm. that beat us up. We're not good enough. We're never going to get far enough. We need more. I need that car. I need that house. I need 
all these things to bring me joy. And a lot of these people who, who've gotten all these things find out it doesn't bring joy. Right. Or sometimes brings more sadness. You know, so it's not about people are good. Yes, the economy needs to function. I get all that. But how could we practice less is more and be happy with that? Right. What, is, right. what does that look like? Do you really need all the stuff? Does it really bring you joy? So one of the things is looking at all the stuff, all the material stuff and saying, looking at every single item and saying, does this bring me joy? Does it bring me joy? What is it in my life for? And if it does not bring you joy, let it go. Make room for something even better to come in. And so I think that's what we do a lot. We, we just think, I need this, and I need this, and I need this. Need, need, need. Do you really? Do we, do we really need all of these things? I think that's why the government is where it is. That's why there's unrest. That's why there's racism. There's all of this stuff. And it's all coming up to be healed right now. We were talking the other day. I said, you know, the whole racist thing. I'm like, if you think back to the day, like the first human being or when we evolved, we were closest to the equator. The first human being was dark. Correct. Was of color. Like we're being ignorant. Like look back. We were, white people weren't first by no means. As we got further from the equator, we got lighter. Right. But it, it's, it's because we're not happy enough or we have to, we don't see each other's as equal. We, we have to have more. White people are pretty much European, and what's your Europe known for? Clouds. <laughs> yeah, right. You go to England, it's kind of dark and muggy, right? Yeah, and stormy and rainy. You're not getting a lot of a lot of sunshine, a lot of vitamin D. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's obvious. The first people are from Africa, India, Middle East, all in that area. You know, right. They're the first human beings. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. We evolved from them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We kept moving outward further away from the equator and got lighter and lighter, but we're all the same. Yep. No one or nothing is separate. Yep. Every single thing you come in contact with is part of you. And we just totally missed the boat on it. I mean, based on whatever experience we're trying to have right now, again, not good, not bad, but People want joy. And the way you do that is raising your consciousness. Mm. The way you get to joy is elevating your energy, vibration, mm. right? So mm. that's a whole nother topic. But mm. where you choose to vibrate is, is, is an amazing thing. You could always choose joy, but there's so much damage to undo. Ancestral karma, so many things to go back on and say, that's what people think. I'm not good enough. There's not enough. It's all of this. There's not enough. It always comes back to all of that. And self-love, no, a lot. There's, there's barely any people in this world that really have self-love. Like, how can you really love someone else? How can we expect people to love each other? Love is freedom as far as I'm concerned. But if you can't love yourself, how can you truly love somebody else? That's right. And this pandemic and this situation that we're in now, it's bringing up a lot of, a lot of people who thought they were healed are realizing that they're not healed. Right. But I just heard a story this morning, actually, of a yoga teacher who's into meditation and, and all sorts of that stuff. The pandemic 
spun them back to their old addictions. They used to be an alcoholic. Wow. And so this person is now back to square one with alcohol and drugs. But at first view, you would have no idea. This is a yoga teacher, meditation teacher, you know. But this pandemic has put a grip. It's choking people, some people. Right. People don't know how to handle it. They're spinning out of control. They're so used to going to the movies and going to the mall. And what do you mean I have to wear a mask? You know, they're not able to change with the times or go with the, you know, row their boat down the stream. And, you know, the people who never healed, it's coming back. It's coming back. Because honestly, what we resist persists. You think it's, it's good? But until you're really good with yourself, like I, I think that's really important is so doing shadow work. People, there's all different names for it, but we'll just say shadow work is pretty much the stuff that maybe you don't like about yourself. So as a practitioner, what I often ask people is to stop and think, journal. I think journaling is really beautiful, not just meditating, but taking down those thoughts even after meditation. Can you just write down three things? One thing that you love about yourself, mm. right? Not like, love. And when I ask people this question, some people cry immediately because it's already coming up. Some people will, re- will be able to respond. I go around the room and generally it's like three or four people will pass, you know, because they're all choked up. But then some will say, oh, well, I love that I'm a good friend, right? So they always kind of like, like push it out like bring somebody else into the picture. But what do you do for you? Like, what about you? Do you just absolutely love about yourself? Mm. That's hard. That's really, really hard. It all comes back to that. It comes back to loving yourself. And when you haven't really, really done that, those things will come back to heal because you're going back into that pattern of, there's not enough. I'm not good enough. There's a, you know, when you can just bring joy to any, if you have to go to a movie, you have to go out to dinner, you have to do all these things. They're things. Why can't you just be happy with yourself mm-hmm. or with your family or with reading a book or with being quiet or being silent? That's what people are doing is they're taking up as much possible time as they can. So they don't have to go in they can distract. It's so much easier to distract yourself instead of say, hey, I'm going to spend 10 minutes silent with myself. It's so easy to just fall back into those little escape things when you're not good with yourself. It's like, take this time to be quiet and go in. That's what I think COVID's been all about. We've been asking to raise the world's consciousness, healers all over the world. And now it's time it was time to just be quiet. Like I heard that do nothing. And I'm not a do nothing kind of girl. I'm, my nickname is Tasmanian devil. I just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And I heard this really loud and clear one day, you know, all of a sudden I was just like paralyzed. I like couldn't do anything. I didn't want to leave the house. And I hear Archangel Michael really loud saying, no, do nothing. I'm like, but, but, but this is my job. I'm a holistic healing practitioner. I'm a do nothing. He's like, think about it. I'm like, oh, okay, people got to feel it. 
They got to really get raw and really feel this. Be in the moment. Yeah, a lot of people got stripped naked, so to speak, in March and April. Yeah, and they couldn't leave. So if we were quarantined at home, think about lifestyles and think about what's going on. You know, people, we talk about being busy, right? So even kids, they, you know, everyone's all doing their thing. Nobody's eating dinner together anymore. Nobody's, you know, all these things are so separated. Now COVID comes, everyone has to stay home. You have to stay in your own family unit. What is the, what does that look like? When's the last time a family sat down and had dinner together? Like sat down and I mean, my kids and I, we, when we were, um, when they were young, we used to sit at the dinner table and we would say, how was your day? We'd go around the table and say, what was your high and what was your low? Mm. And so we would share that, like, what, what was the best part of your day? And what was, you know, the worst part of your day? And, you know, sometimes it was all joy, you know, it was all perfect. And so, but you got to get to know each other and what was going on in each other's lives. And so I think a lot of people were forced back into that situation, Mm. marriages that were falling apart and, you know, being able to escape, whether it was going out to a bar or going out to a friend's house or doing whatever. No, you're home with each other. Now you're dealing with your stuff. Yeah. People had to be with it, be, you know, be at home and, a lot of that stuff came up. So there's, there's all of that, <laughs> that you know, was coming up to be healed too. People finally going back to what does it look like to just be part of your family unit? People needed to slow down. Not everyone did. <laughs> nope. Not everyone saw the stop sign. <laughs> they still don't. They still are rolling through those stop signs. They're just rolling through. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's interesting. It's really interesting because I, I do think that more is cut. Like if we don't listen and we still ask, we always, we always get what we ask for. I really believe that the universe, it's like energy attracts like energy. If you're throwing it out there, boy, it's coming back. If you're asking for something, you're going to get the answer, but we're not listening. It, it doesn't always come the way we expect and so honestly, if we have people that are just not getting it, it's not done yet. It's going to keep coming. It's going to keep surfacing. Mm. So you listen. And sometimes we need to get kicked in the gut. Sometimes you need limbs pulled off of you. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's going to keep coming until you listen. Right. And it's not going away anytime soon either. No. At least that's that's my feeling. I feel that we are just this is the tip of the iceberg. Oh, There's yeah. so 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 much more to come if we're really not going to be, you know, in a place of where we want to be present, where we really want to want to listen. And that's okay if that's the experience that you're choosing to have. So be it. If that's what you're choosing this lifetime, if you're choosing to suffer, but you can't have one without the other. So also with suffering comes joy and maybe that person is experiencing suffering. So you could experience joy. Mm. So I think there is, I don't think there's ever going to be perfect utopia. I don't think that's what we're here for. I can't be perfect. No, it's just that that's not, everyone's not here to have the, the same experience, but if you are here to have a beautiful experience and experience joy, 
then I think that's your job. I think that's what, what you should be doing. And some people are more evolved than others. Some people are on a different spiritual level, which I don't even want to get into past lives right now because there really is no such thing as a past life. It's all like all happening at the same time because mm. time is, there's only the now and it's all happening on so many different levels. I, I can't even begin to speak on this. This is a whole nother podcast. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, um, you know Ken Fresky. Oh yeah, I love him. Yeah, he he mentioned all this on when we recorded back in episode. Oh my gosh, back in the twenties. We're in the sixties now, but he he mentioned that when people think of time, they think of a timeline. Right. Right. So in history and even watching, you know, the Discovery Channel or whatever, when they're talking about ancient Egypt or whatever, they bring up this timeline. And of course, zero is in the middle. That's mm -hmm. Jesus. Right. And then everything to the left is BC <laughs> and everything to the right is 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 after. And but if you go into the Eastern traditions it's portrayed in a circle. Yes. Not a straight line. It can't be a straight line. Right. It's a circle. It's a cycle. This is just this interesting cycle. A loop, a cycle, a loop that never ends. Yeah. 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 A never ending loop. So if you, yeah, if you think about it that way and you go back to these ancient civilizations and it's amazing. I, I love history, but it is so amazing the stuff that they created, right? I mean, there's so many things. I mean, just let's take the temples, like the way they lined everything up with the stars and just the manpower alone. Like, how did all that amazing stuff happen? Mm. What was going on there? You know, and it was a bunch of people working together. Together, we accomplished like amazing things. But they're so. They, explaining time there's no such thing as time right there's only now right, there's only right. here and now like here and now and here and now and here and now <laughs> that's it and then and then the other now and now and now and now and when you when you try to sit and have a conversation i can i can understand how it blows people's minds yeah because we have to create we created time so that we can put a measure on things and yep. you know I, I i totally get that but we are in multiple lifetimes within a lifeline like you could say it's funny, not too long ago, a good spiritual friend of mine, we both had the same feeling one day and we talked about it. I said, you know, what? I feel like I'm done here. Mm. And she's like, oh my God, I feel like I'm done too. And I, she's like, but not done physically. I said, yeah, I know what you mean, but I'm done with this, not chapter, but book. I'm ready mm. to start a whole new book, but I'm still here, but I'm choosing a different timeline, if that makes sense. It's so hard to explain. I'm still here in this lifetime. And there really is really only one lifetime because it's just all now happening always. So even your past lives are concurrent because there's really times are relevant. It's all just kind of happening. Right, right. And so it's the time to heal is always now because you're healing past lives. You're healing future lives because they're all one. It's all happening all at this same time on different levels. So that's so why I tell people it, but you are healing now in this lifetime because this is really your only lifetime because they're all part of the same lifetime, mm. <laughs> which gets really crazy, but, but that, that's what it is. And so you are here to experience 
something and then you're going to experience something else. And you've been a mother and a father and a daughter and a wife and a husband and an uncle and a sister and aunt and female and male. And you've had extreme poverty and you've been rich and you've killed and you've been killed. All these things have happened because we're choosing to have all these different experiences. Right. And so what are we choosing to experience though on a conscious, like a collective conscious? There's also the collective conscious mm. consciousness, which is interesting um, where we're going with all this because we're, we're so new. We're so, we're so, so new at what we're doing. We're not highly evolved beings. I know there's some of them here now, but we are nowhere near that. So what right. are we going to do? Right. What are we going to do? Are we going to destroy ourselves and do it again? Or yeah, are we going to be able to, you know? <laughs> humans haven't been around that long. No. I think even dinosaurs were around longer than humans. Yeah. I, I don't quote me on that. I don't, I don't know if that's a fact. <laughs> but. It's very, very interesting. Like if people just really stop to think about these things, it's, it's pretty amazing. So let's talk about these evolved beings where are they where are they from they're here mm -hmm. they're in all different places so i am i'm able to touch base with energy quite easily now i don't think it always came easy but we have many people here on our planet right now which they they call hebs they like to be called highly evolved beings people who are choosing to come back and be here at a different level on a multi-dimensional level or metaphysical level to help us. And oftentimes they, if you're really aware or being awake, we all are, but we choose, you know, to be sleeping, you could see who they are. I mean, they, they, they behave differently. They act differently, you know, but they're here and they're here to help us not to hurt us. And are we listening? Again, it's the same thing. We're getting all these beautiful messages. Take, I'll take autistic kids. Um, they're here and they are more are coming. We have, I think they estimated a 30% increase in autistic children. Why is that happening? What's going on? And if you think about autistic children and how they communicate, it's not with their heads. Mm. It's with their heart. Mm. It's getting out of our mind and back into our heart. And I honestly believe that they are here to help us do exactly that. Get out of our heads and back into our hearts because mm. that's, you know, love and joy and that that's freedom. That's what we really want. That's what everyone really wants. They want love and to be loved and to be free and from suffering we choose to suffer. We don't, we really don't have to, you know, look at um, the teachings of the uh, Dalai Lama. Mm -hmm. And he, he is so fascinating and beautiful. I love that. We, we choose suffering. Yeah. We don't, you know, we don't have to suffer, but we, we choose it because we think, you know, again, there's not enough or not good enough, but all these things come into play when again, it's about setting the attention and being in a place where you can raise your vibration and just choose love every single time. What does that look like? Is it even possible? Of course it is. It's setting that intention. Yeah, you're, what, what you're talking about with the haves, it's, it's interesting because I had Michael Cremo on this podcast. Mm 
and he's a, a researcher and he was on that famous show ancient aliens on the history channel oh yep yep and you know he he wasn't on that show as much as the other talking heads because they couldn't get him down the short clips because his mm. view of these quote-unquote aliens were from a conscious level. Okay, yeah. It wasn't the stereotypical, well, there's just other beings that are like humans living on another planet that came here. He He's saying that he's looking at it more from, he's into the Vedas and Hinduism and all that and the Eastern traditions. And he's saying he's coming at it from a highly evolved being standpoint. Right. And I think that threw the producers off. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. I can see that. Oh, man. So he was only on the show a few times. Right. When you combined the highly evolved being philosophy with the alien invasion philosophy, they can merge to that. The two philosophies can merge together and become something there. Yes. It's hard to explain how like certain people know, like they're like, that person's really different. Mm. You know, I've had people like, if I get them in a place where they can just quiet their minds and, and, you know, do some energy healing and just release some of the stuff that they're holding. All of a sudden, they they realize how awake they are, mm -hmm. and they notice things too. Like immediately, you get signs of Hebs there being around you, and things are happening when you open that up and you're not stuck, so to speak. Because we we often get our energy just stuck in a place, and we can't really move it. We can't really move our own energy, or we take on other energies. But when you kind of, when you, when you get into that space of being able to quiet the mind, get into the heart, meditate, kind of let those layers go, you find yourself, you find yourself and your higher self, right? Mm -hmm. Your higher self. And so your higher self knows, your higher self knows everything. And what it really knows is nothing can exist without a purpose. So that, that that's the other thing that comes up too is purpose. If you give something purpose, it exists. But if you let that go, it no longer exists, such as suffering, such as cancers and diseases and all these things. They're here to help, highly evolved beings are here to help us with all of that as well. And so we get sick and we stress out our bodies and we can get into food and all of this, all of this stuff. But when you take that time and you get on that energy level that these higher, higher evolved beings are at, you just know what to do. You just know what to do for yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. You intuitively know how to handle stress. You intuitively know how to handle everything that comes your way because you're making a choice to choose love and you're raising your vibration and you're like, oh no, I can't eat that. My body doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're here to show us so many different things. That's why we have yoga. That's why we have sound healing. That's why we have all of these beautiful modalities that just keep coming over and over. The highly evolved beings are bringing, bringing that. 
for us to experience. What about angels? Are angels highly evolved beings? Oh, angels. <laughs> That's your specialty. Yeah, exactly. They are so there's all different rankings of angels, of course. Um, but I don't I don't really pay too much attention to all of that. I just pay attention to what comes for me and my messages. And definitely they are higher evolved beings. They're like I said, different classes of angels. Um, since I was little, I communicated with angels and from what they tell me and what I listen to is that we all have, um, an angel assigned to us when we decide to be born into our mother and come to the earth. So we decide how to do that. And then we have an angel that stays with us the whole time. People call them guardian angels. Hmm. Um, and we do have more than one. So people think they just have one guardian angel, but we have many angels that can travel with us as well as, um, higher evolved beings, ascended masters that walk the earth. You know, we just talked about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And so many different ascended masters that have become teachers. And I know different religions, you know, view all these different kinds of, you know, ascended masters, but I'm, I'm non, non-denominational. So angels are, um, the way they say to me is non-denominational. And so am I, as far as religion goes, I don't really believe in one over another. Mm. And I, I don't really take time to judge that because I just think we're all having an experience. Mm-hmm. But with, with angels, they're just messengers, someone to um, relay source, relay God's messages. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, at least how I experience them as very highly evolved beings um, in a spiritual sense. And sometimes they're here, right here on earth. And they appear and they disappear and you're like, whoa, what happened there? You ever have that experience where you're like, someone came into your life, something really amazing happened and then they were gone? Mm. Yeah. So they come in all, all different all different forms. And a lot of, I hate to put characteristics, but this is how they explain it to me is there are highly evolved beings, angels here on earth that have certain characteristics that are very, they look angelic. Like they have... Um, usually really beautiful bare skin um, or uh, darker skin, but it's always perfect. Like nice round faces are usually really pudgy, chubby in the middle. Um, It's because they take on a lot of tension, stress, everybody's stuff. Mm. Um, So they they have to kind of like, that's their cushion or their buffer. And so there's a lot of those kind of people like, I don't even know how to explain them, but you'll know if you meet one, you're like, wow, that person's just like an angel. Or they say, she's such an angel. You ever hear that, right? Mm-hmm. They're here and you know it. You're saying it even out loud. That person is such an angel. Chances are they are. <laughs> They're a reincarnated angel to be here to help you do something. So there's those highly evolved beings. There's indigos and star seeds and all different waves of highly evolved beings that have come to the and earth. The met- and the metaphysical like Michael, right? Yes. Where I get most of my messages and everything that comes through for me is Archangel Michael. Um, it used to be all of the archangels I worked with, but then one day Archangel Michael was like, it's just me. I'm the boss now. Okay. I was like, all right, well, why? Why are, why are you all of a sudden the, the boss? And he's like, because I need to be, because things are, things are coming down. I'm like, okay. So this is like two years ago. He's like, things are, you know, so to speak, it's going to hit the fan. I'm like, okay, buckle up. 
He's like, it's going to get ugly. I'm like, it's going to get ugly. He's like, yeah. And I used to meet with clients one-on-one to do spiritual counseling and give, give them their guides, um, the, the messages that they had um, to these people, whether it be someone who crossed over, an aunt, a loved one, a mother, father, daughter, angel, whatever it was. He's like, no, 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 we're not, we're not playing that game anymore. No more one-on-one. I'm like, what? <laughs> and Michael talks, you listen. He's like, no, we're done with that. He's like, you have got to reach the world now. It's about raising the world's consciousness. I was like, all right. So I started doing more workshops and stuff like that. And highly evolved beings just started coming in. So he's like, you're going to have 12 people you're going to work with. It's going to be a tribe of 12. I'm like, okay. And they just started showing up these, these highly evolved beings to do this really special work because that's what we're asking for. Mm. We're asking to raise the world's consciousness. We really want peace. We want end to struggle and racism and poverty. It's all coming up. And so it's, it's really very, very interesting. Michael's like, okay, yep. No more time for one-on-one. We, we need to like, like podcasts, look what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We're all over the place. Yeah. But bigger arenas, it, it can't be just one-on-one anymore with your beautiful podcast, being able to reach out to large audiences so that a lot of people can hear the message all at once. Cause that's what you are too, a messenger, a tool. It's not about ego. What you do is absolutely beautiful. And what it is about is giving people tools to heal with. You can't make anybody heal. No. You can guide them and you can give them tools. And I think that's another reason why these highly evolved beings are here. Not to do anything for us, but to give us tools. But until we're present, we're not going to use those tools. Yeah, you know, in Eastern tradition, ancient Eastern traditions, the angels are called devas. Devas, yes. Devas, divine devas. Mm-hmm. So it, it all, you know, it all, you know, coagulates together. It all, it all meshes. You know, one time you told me that you felt like you didn't belong here. Can you explain that? Yeah, so I felt as though... I could choose to be done here and go back. But if I'm going to stay, the message that I've been given is it's time to get busy. So we, we make our choices. Like your soul is here and it's contracted to do something. So it knows, it, it knows, but it doesn't know. So we, we kind of have to forget in order to remember mm. why we're here. We can't just come here and know why, because it would be over. So we come and we forget so that we can have the experience and remember. Mm -hmm. So in this lifetime, I guess perhaps I'm higher evolved than I've been in the last lifetimes because I feel it. I know I don't like fear death. I know if I'm going to go, I'm going to go and it's going to be in my time. And I felt that really strongly. I have a choice right now. Like they're giving me a choice. I could go home or I can stay. Something is, something is changing. And so do I want to stay and be a change, be the change or am I just done? I can go home. And so I think a lot of people are experiencing that our highly evolved beings are having a choice of, do you, do you want to go home or do you want to be in for the fight? And I had at least five or six friends, very spiritual 
close friends of mine that all passed away within months of each other. The last podcast that we recorded, which seems like forever ago, (laughs) afterwards, you mentioned that you picked up something on me. You're like, let me know when when you want to know. You know, mm-hmm. I never, I never took you up on your offer. I know. <laughs> and I mean, you've been doing this kind of work for quite a long time. So I think that you're going through all of this and everything makes sense. But until you finally stop and say, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Now, now I'm ready to do my life purpose. Like now I'm ready to finish. And I think that's what really happens is we, even in this lifetime, which they're all lifetimes, you experience so many things and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, you get real quiet and then you're like, there's something else. And that's generally when people come to me. You picked up my purpose? Yes. (laughs) You did. I would love to hear it. Should I keep doing this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yes. You're going to be doing more than this podcast. As as a matter of fact, it's going to grow um, very, very big and it's, it's going to have a whole new facet to it, so many different faces to it. Um, I know that you started meditation, which I felt was you know, coming your way as well. Mm-hmm. But you are go- – should I just say it right now on the podcast? Go ahead. Do it. Okay. You're actually going to have I – see, I see you talking to lots and lots of people. But I asked you today, are we doing audio or video? Because you're going to be doing video. It's not going to be just audio. Mm-hmm. You are going to have – like a talk show circuit where you are going to be talking to many people in all different locations all over the world Mm. in person. So it's not just going to be podcasts. They will exist, but you are going to be physically touching base with people all over the world face to face that have a very important message. And you're going to help get that message out. Mm. You're going to give them a voice. You're going to give them a face. You're going to find them and they're going to be all over the world. So get ready to travel, get those suitcases ready. One of the beauties of Zoom is being able to, you know, like just the other day I recorded with Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. You know, he was, I don't even know where he was. Wow. (laughs) He wasn't, wasn't here, you know. And, you know, I've been recording with people all over the world. Technology bridging the the gap. And the reason why I asked you about the podcast is because I almost stopped the podcast. I was going to end it at 50, episode 50. Right. But that gut feeling was like, "Mm -mm." no, it's going to keep, it's going to keep going because there are people that you need to reach via podcast, but it's not going to stop there. You've got enough juice behind you now and you've got your battery running. Like this is, this this was like the test, you know, the, the 50 episodes is yeah you're good at this and this is going to be amazing and now you got your feet totally wet and now it's for stage two and so this is just growing and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger this 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 is just training wheels the training wheels are coming off it's like riding a big wheel you know (laughs) that's all the podcast was just you know okay here's your training wheels now we're taking them off so there's so much more to come you'll keep the podcast but you are going to be reaching people all over the world and not just via podcast. Like there's going to be these awesome opportunities, but I see them face to face. 
giving people a face and really hearing them um, express like where they like where they are, what the environment looks like, reaching all the five senses. It's not just going to be voice. It's you're going to be able to get people in touch with the five senses. That's what I keep hearing is, is it's about touching all of the senses. People learn in all different ways and take in material all different ways. Right. And so what, we, what, is that, what does that look like? How is it going to grow? In what ways are you going to reach people through all of their senses so that people can tap in and really get down and dirty and be able to release some of this like inner baggage or crap, (laughs) the stuff that we're holding back. Right, right, right. And to be able to help people get to those layers and in a digital format, because that's kind of the world that we're, you know, heading towards for at least now. And so how do you get to people on, on all of those levels? Wow. Well, I'm happy to help. Oh yeah, you're you're going to be more than happy to help because you love this. You definitely, this is your you you feed on this. This is your lifeblood. You just want to know how everyone ticks. You want to know everyone because we're all one anyway. I am a curious person. Mm-hmm. I remember I was trying to date this girl this many years ago, and she was like, "I can't date you." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "Cause I feel like I'm on an interview all the time." <laughs> She's like, "You talk, you, you you talk to me like you're interviewing a celebrity or something, like you're asking questions. Like this isn't the Oprah show, Kevin. Have fun." Yeah. Bye. <laughs> that that's the other thing too. You're you're meant to experience joy on so many different levels, but not really meant to be nailed down. Like marriage wise, you know oh, what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Like that that's not your game. Like that's not where that's that's not your purpose. Right. That's not the importance for you. It is the constant you need the constant interaction and with people and getting to know everyone. And so right now I don't I don't even see that for you. I see travel, I see you having relationships with so many different people because you just love people. That brings you joy. Yeah, I do like connecting with people for sure. Connecting with people brings brings you joy. I I love talking to people on this podcast. Oh, most definitely. Your podcasts are amazing. Like some of the sometimes I'm just so blown away and I have to like listen listen to it all over again because I know there's something that I missed it it's just so beautiful all the people that you that you interview and all of their experiences and it's I just find it so fascinating like the last one I listened to was um, one about a drum circle and it's so funny because we were doing drum circles at the time and how therapeutic they can be for people right. I was like how perfect how perfect this is that we're talking now, now we're talking about drum circles but giving people a format to to be able to listen to all this different information and then see what calls to them or what resonates with them. Like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. That really makes sense. Like helping them on their, their spiritual journey. We're all spiritual beings having a physical experience, right? So we get it mixed up all the time and people are just being, you know, they think they're physical trying to have this spiritual experience when really it's the opposite way around. We get it confused. 
And I think that your podcasts really help people to tap into like, wow, like something more, something more is really happening here. And they start to understand we, I am spiritual. I am spiritual. I am spirit. I'm just having a physical experience. Right. So, I mean, a lot of times listening to other people talk about their experiences, they don't, they don't feel so weird anymore. And they're just like, Oh, all right. Yeah, no, this does make sense. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I've had that experience. Okay. So I'm not a weirdo. I think that's another nice thing is to be able to listen to other people having certain experiences and people being more open to, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. Instead of repressing it and thinking that there's something wrong with them. Right. There's like so much information on your podcast that's so beautiful that, you know, people can relate to, but how do you make it go even further? How do you tap in a little, a little deeper? Yeah. And there's a reason why you're going to do that because there's something that's coming up for you to, that you really, that you really want to heal. Mm. We're not going to talk about it on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right, Karen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I know when we talk, it goes all over the road. So, <laughs> Yeah, you were like, what topic? I was like, ah, we'll just wing it. Yeah, with me, it's like, where, wherever you go, you go. So, I think we'll call it finding joy or something to that effect. I love it. Anything about joy is perfect. All right, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. (laughs) I always have so much fun talking to Karen. And, you know, she called me as soon as the pod, as soon as we got done recording, she called me and gave me more information about what she was picking up about me and my my quote unquote purpose and uh, things that I have to do to heal. And quite honestly, it wasn't anything I didn't know. I'm a very self-aware individual and I see through watchfulness and awareness, my own wounds and my own path and everything that needs to happen. And I hope that you listening to this podcast are becoming more self-aware as well so that you can figure out your own path and your wounds and everything that you have to do to become more evolved and elevated. Of course, my meditation album can help you. So be sure to hop on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube. It's on now. Look up the Dr. Reese Meditations. If you're a beginner, there's one for you. If you're advanced, there's one for you as well. And then there's the cave meditation, which is right in between. The podcast is on YouTube now, so you can go to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese on YouTube. It's eight months behind, so you can catch up from episode one on. Be sure to share, like, do everything you can do to spread the word on this podcast. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.